TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa DeMattis-Lapore and Ann Baldwin. Welcome everyone to the Connection Radio Program. I am your host, Lisa DeMattis Lapori, CEO of the Connection, and filling in as co-host today for Ann Baldwin, who is away on business, is Beth Connor, our Chief Strategy Officer at the Connection. We are very excited about today's show as we have our special guest, Mark Bono, addiction psychologist and co-owner of the Center for Compassionate Recovery in Madison, Connecticut. Welcome, Mark, and welcome, Beth. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks for having me. So what I'd like to do is just uh, talk a little bit about um, some of your um, background before we uh, kick off the show. So um, as I said, Mark is an addiction uh, psychologist and the co-owner of the Center for Compassionate Recovery in Madison, Connecticut, focusing almost exclusively on the treatment of opiate addiction. He works in an integrated fashion with physicians certified to prescribe Suboxone. His practice focuses on compassionate, dignified, and recovery-oriented treatment. Screening assessment and the treatment of co-occurring illnesses is a routine practice, excuse me, a routine component of the care provided by uh, Dr. Bono. Um, He's also the founder of the Office for Dual Recovery, which is a private practice and training organization specializing in the treatment of co-occurring disorders. In this capacity, he served also as a lead trainer and consultant on a statewide integrated dual diagnosis implementation project for California. He's been an associate professor at two community colleges and has worked as a director of mental health services for Rushford Incorporated, which is located in Marion, Connecticut. Also, Dr. Bono is a frequent lecturer and trainer on co-occurring disorders. He was awarded a doctorate in psychology with an emphasis in addictions counseling from the United States International University in San Diego, California. In addition, he has been specializing in addiction treatment for over 20 years and has a broad experience of including work at the Betty Ford Center and as a clinical psychologist and drug and alcohol program director for the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Dr. Bono is going to be um, participating in our Addictive Disorders um, Connecticut, the Connections 2017 Conference, Monday, October 23rd, or uh, Tuesday, October 24th, and it's going to be held this year at Wesleyan University. So welcome again, Mark and um, Beth Connor. Thank you, Lisa. So uh, we're excited to have Dr. Bono come to this um conference this year because the conference is all about addictive disorders and certainly this is his work. Um, We thought maybe you'd like to talk a little bit about medication assisted therapy which is one of the areas of focus I believe for your talk at the conference. Uh, Yes um, and that's what I that's what my practice specializes in in Madison. I um, the the term medication assisted therapy I think it's important to really 
roll that around your head because it's medication-assisted therapy, right? The ther- with the emphasis being on the therapy, but with, with when when you're treating people who have opiate dependency, the medication component is is critical, and I would go as far as as far as saying it's um, it's almost it's almost undoable without it for 95 plus percent of persons trying to recover from opiate dependency, you need the combination of medication management and uh, psychotherapy. So <clears throat> that is what I do in Madison, and we have a, a, a very sort of unique practice. Um, but it's it's really, um, it's actually disturbing to me that it, that it is unique because it really should be the standard of care and it is, in fact, the standard of care, and that's what we're doing. We're meeting the standard of care, and, and unfortunately, that's pretty unusual um, here in the state of Connecticut. Mark, uh, what successes have you seen with medication-assisted therapy? Well, what what I um, take a lot of pride in and use as a tool in recovery for my clients is whenever I get a new client that comes in, I'm able to look them in the eye and say something that no other program would, would probably dare say. I, I you know, look my client in the eye and I say with, with, with complete conviction that if you follow this process and you stick with us, we will get you there. You will recover from opiate dependency. And when the cl- new client comes to group eventually after seeing me individually for a while and they sit in group for the first time, they're introduced to all the new group members, to their, to their new group members and Invariably, they're always surprised and and um, very hopeful when they when they hear how the group members have significant recovery time and uh, they're all doing so well and they move forward in their lives. So, I have seen outstanding outcomes just by meeting the uh, standards of care uh, the way we do in our practice. And talk a little bit about too. You know, opioid. Opiate addiction has just become something that everybody's talking about these days. Um, I'm sure your practice is is so busy with folks coming to you. Talk a little bit about you know what the epidemic looks like um, and sort of where we're going with it as a as a society. Well, I, I became aware that this was epidemic about six years ago uh, when I started focusing specifically on opiate dependency and you know every, you hear this a lot but I, I see it every day there is no face of opiate addiction anymore there's mm-hmm. there's no typical opiate addict um, right. we have quite a variety of people in terms of age socioeconomic status background you know that kind of thing um, so you know it's it's not uh, it, I don't think I think the problem is we don't we, we, we have the answers, but we're not using the, the technology that we have, and we're not using it the way it was intended. And so the epidemic skyrockets, and it gets uh, noticed because of the death rate, which is an unfortunate way Stunning. for the epidemic to, to, mm-hmm. to get notoriety, right? But, right. Um, but for every de- death, there's thousands of people out there whose lives are being destroyed, and they're, just, they're, still, they're still with us, but their, their lives and their families' lives are being destroyed. So, you know, that's really the, 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 the you know, a, a significant uh, impact that the opioid epidemic is having, not just the number of tragic deaths. But there is promise and there is some hope. So could you tell our listeners a little bit about what you're going to be presenting at the conference in October? Sure. The, the promise and the hope comes from moving towards um, towards 
treatment that is uh, that is demonstrated to be effective, that is best practices, and and you know developing continuums of care. And I have seen some progress. So we're looking at things like you know not do not um, providing care in a vacuum. And what I mean by that is you know, someone goes into detox, that has to be linked to outpatient care at least. Someone goes into residential treatment. That has to be linked to outpatient care after discharge. Um, the use of medication-assisted therapy has come a long way in terms of being more mainstream now and more accepted, but we still have a, a, a long, you know, a long way to go with that. Um, so there's there's definitely hope and progress, but um, the 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 movement towards uh, having these best practices in place, which are really simple, um, you know, I, I honestly, I'm still, I'm still pushing uh, every day to make people aware that we, you know, we really can impact this epidemic. We have the technology. We're just not, you know, we haven't implemented it in a, in a, you know, in a, in a robust way yet. Why do you think that's so? Well, there's a lot of factors. One of them is that the, is financial. So when Suboxone became available to the public. Uh, in 2003, a lot of physicians sort of jumped on the bandwagon and they ignored the best practices. So uh, individual practitioners started handing out Suboxone scripts and not doing uh, the uh, meeting the best practices right. So mm -hmm. I, I give someone a script and they, they show up once a month and they go away. I have, you know, 100 clients and I'm making a lot of money, but the, those clients aren't really benefiting from what I'm doing. And I don't know if they're staying sober. I don't know if their lives are improving. So that that's that's um, no one was mining that that store. No one is no one is enforcing the best practices. So that's one issue. Um, I, I think that it's hard for people in recovery to accept the fact that a a another opiate is is part of the answer. Uh, it's yes, maybe counter yeah. it's counterintuitive to mm -hmm. the recovery. Uh, you know to the to the recovery community, including 12-step communities, but um, there's a lack of appreciation, I think, for people who haven't gone through opiate dependency on just how significant the physical piece is and how, how different that is from other substances. So that's, that's another um, uphill battle, I think. I think that's really a, um, a key component that you're talking about. And, you know, you talked about um, really that the developing the continuums of care of, of you know treatment linked to further treatment and how that's a key um, especially with uh, medication management and the psychotherapy going hand in hand um, when you talk about meeting the standard of care can you mm -hmm. talk more about sure. exactly what that means to our absolutely. listeners mm -hmm. yeah absolutely the good news is it's fairly simple so in my practice I, I believe we really do meet these simple standards of care so the first one is clients get um, a combination of therapy and medication that is co coordinated between providers. So the, the physician and I are 25 feet apart and uh, sometimes meeting together with the client depending on the need, and we are constantly collaborating of, uh, around client needs. So there's a coordination of care there. There's not this, you know, there's no separation. So that's really critical. Um, the, other, the other standard of care is um, you know, we offer a warm, welcoming, and dignified mm -hmm. environment, and um, that that is has to be the standard of care with addiction. Yes. Um, right. And, Absolutely. Uh, and another piece that's critical is um, 
you know, many, many clients, over half of our clients have a mental, diagnosable mental health issue, right? So that's that's not unusual in any, you'll find that in any setting for uh, that treats addiction. And um, because of my area of specialization is co-occurring disorders, I'm able to treat the clients in a integrated way, addressing both mental health and substance abuse issues simultaneously, providing them with the proper education, and uh, making sure that, that if there's a mental health issue that's linked to their addiction, that that's being adequately addressed. So those you know, simple things um, really, to my mind, make a huge difference in terms of treatment outcomes. And, uh, and, we, and we just need to, to make sure those elements are there. And guess what? You know, the recovery rates are astounding. Can, are you able to share, um, have you been col- uh, collecting any data or research, or can you just talk a little bit about sort of how you talk about, you've really simplified, you know, everyone, I think we can complicate systems, but you've really um, eloquently talked about these standards of care, but can you also talk about the some of the success that you're seeing in using sure. um, these standards of care that you just spoke about? Sure. Uh, we recently did uh, a, a sort of internal survey to see, to look, to be able to to articulate um, empirically our outcomes. Even though you know we know that we're doing well because we're constantly surrounded with clients who are doing well, but we we did try to you know um, make that you know, make that uh, more available for other people, and we looked at clients who had been in our. Um, program for at least three months. And of that group of clients, uh, and I think it was 50-something clients, 97% of them um, had uh, over nine months clean time. Wow. So, you know, it's it, it, that's why I'm able to, to, to look my clients in the eye and say, you just stick with this, it's going to work. Um, so so that, that, you know, number would even surprise us a bit, but that's what it was, you know. It was just on a daily basis, I might have 30 clients come through the office, and if we get more than two positives, I'm pretty shocked. That's um, that's really stunning information that you're sharing. Once again, for our listeners who are turning in, uh, tuning in right now to our show, we have um, Dr. Mark Bono here, who's a licensed addictions uh, psychologist and the co-owner of the Center for Compassionate Recovery in Madison focusing most exclusively on the treatment of opioid addiction. And uh, really, I hats off to you and your staff for the this amazing work that you're doing. It's such a hot topic now. You know, we keep hearing about this, you know, the opioid crisis. I recently heard there were over a 1,000 deaths in, just for one month in Connecticut because of opioid addiction. And um, clearly, it sounds like you really have a formula that is really working um, for those that are struggling. And um, I think it's really poignant, again, that you're really talking about that therapy and, and medication needs to be coordinated together. And it's really all about collaboration and welcoming the client where they are when they come in and making them feel welcome and dignified. And I and I think it's really important to, to stress that the co-occurring disorders are being addressed, addressed together, mental health and substance abuse, because we know from addiction that we see a lot of you know, mental health disorders that a lot of times are, um, you know, folks are medicating themselves, right, um, because of all these issues. And I, I'm, I'm assuming, Mark, that you see a gamut of um, 
the you know ages so what 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 age group are you seeing typically and do you are you seeing one um, set of um, the age of folks coming in or is it really the gamut of you know 20 to to older well I don't I don't the youngest client I've ever had is 17 but um, I would say the my average client is probably in their late 30s but that's quite a but but with a quite a, a big spread there so I definitely have many clients over 50 and um, quite a few clients in their early 20s so it really ranges you know probably averaged out to late 30s but but that's because of this such a, a diverse group of, in terms of age mm-hmm. So thank you so much. Um, I invite our listeners to uh, hear more about Dr. Bono and his treatment, uh, medication-assisted therapy, um, at the conference, at the Connections Upcoming Conference. It's called Addictive Disorders, and the conference will take place on Monday, October 23rd, or Tuesday, October 24th. Dr. Bono will be there both days, and he is speaking uh, both days in a breakout session, so you can choose to... uh, sit in and learn more about this very important topic. And uh, Beth, can you share how if people would like to sign up and attend uh, our conference, how they can do so? Absolutely. So the conference will be held at Wesleyan University, as you said, Lisa. Um, Wesleyan University is located right in the heart of Middletown, Connecticut. Um, Each day, Monday or Tuesday, the event runs from 9 o'clock to 4.30, and uh, the cost to attend is only $100, and that does include a continental breakfast and a lunch, um, as well as uh, the ability to hear fabulous speakers uh, throughout the day. We have keynotes, uh, we have breakout sessions, so there are some choices as to what you'd like to uh, hear more about. Uh, Some folks are interested in, you know, one topic over another, and so we want for, uh, we want folks to be able to do that. Um, It's just going to be a great day, and uh, we look forward to uh, seeing lots of folks there. It's important to note, too, that uh, we are giving out CEs and CEUs. Uh, for the conference, and uh, we do require pre-registration for the conf- uh, conference. Um, and you can just call our number at 860-343-5500, extension 1602, by October 19th to register. And I'd like to um, thank you again, um, Dr. Bono, for um, calling in. I know that your um, your time is needed and you're, you're off uh, t- to take care of some other things right now. But I would like to welcome you back at some point to the show where we could uh, talk further about... Um, this the opioid addiction and some other work that you're doing i want to thank you again so very much um, for being on today and i am really looking forward to um, hearing you speak at our conference and look forward to setting up an additional time for you to be on the show that we can you know spend um, the entire show talking about the uh, opioid crisis so once again thank you for your great work and we look forward to having you on at a later time I really appreciate the opportunity to come on, and I would definitely welcome the the offer to come back and and speak at greater length. Thank you so very much. Thank you. All right. We'll see you soon. Have a good day. You too. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Once again, we want to thank our listeners for uh, joining us today. We uh, had been talking in the first part of our show with Mark Bono. 
who, as I said, is a uh, licensed addiction psychologist and the co-owner for the Center of Compassionate Recovery. And again, um, he's had a lot of success focusing almost exclusively on the treatment of opioid addiction. So we will definitely have him back on the show. I'm going to uh, turn this over uh, now more to talk with um, Beth Connor, who's my uh, our, street, our chief strategy officer at The Connection, to talk some more to our listeners about this exciting conference that we have coming up that you folks may find interesting, whether you're in the field or um, in college or in school or thinking about you might be interested in addictive disorders or for those of you tuning in who may be interested in coming and hearing more about um, this amazing forum that we have. Um, I'm going to ask you, Beth, to you know talk a little bit about some of our um, breakout sessions and what they are composed of. So we've got a great lineup. We're so excited about this year's conference. Uh, again, Monday, October 23rd or the 24th. So you do have a choice of days. We actually repeat much of the content each day so that uh, we can get more people into this important topic. Um, again, Wesleyan University, right in downtown Middletown. There is free parking. Um, it is at Usedon University Center. That's where registration begins. But we do require pre-registration for this event. And that can be had by um, calling 860-343-5500, extension 1602, before October 19th. Uh, again, the $100 registration fee does encompass lunch and uh, breakfast, as well as the ability to hear some fabulous speakers. Um, our a day begins each day with a uh, video address from Senator Chris Murphy, who, as you know, Lisa, is very interested in the topic of opioid uh, addictions. Yes, he is. And uh, has done a lot for our state in terms of um, advocating for this important, uh, for resources to be uh, added to this important topic. We also have a keynote address each day uh, by Dr. Kathleen Maurer, who is the Director of Health and Addiction Services, as well as the Medical Director for the Connecticut Department of Correction. And she's going to be speaking about treating substance use disorders in the correctional population, uh, which is quite a challenge uh, amongst those folks. Um, from everything I hear, she's a fabulous speaker, and we're very happy to uh, be uh, welcoming her to our program as well. Um, other breakouts uh, during the course of the day, and again, folks will have choices of what breakouts they might like to attend. The breakouts are a little over an hour apiece. Uh, they range from uh, virtual addiction, so um, addictions to internet technology which is, you know, an interesting topic. We also have another topic of eating disorders, and uh, which is another addiction that people face. So when people think about addictions, they may think about drug addictions or alcohol addictions um, or gambling addictions. There are so many different types of dis uh, addictive disorders. And Definitely. This, this conference really will uh, sort of overview many of them and talk about not only what 
these addictions are comprised of and, and how, uh, how to know when one does have one of these addictions, but also resources for help. And I think that's, that's the key piece. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the biology of addictions. We'll talk about some recovery coaching, um, the importance of peer supports in addictions. Um, oftentimes, folks that have been there, that's, that's an important way for, um, for folks with addictions to uh, recover from their addictions is by working with someone that's been there. And we have a few folks that have graduated from connection programs who have faced their own addictions and successfully conquered them and are leading very product, uh, productive lives. And I think that that's always exciting, um, Beth, when we have our consumers that come um, to our conferences and really talk about the struggles that they've had in their lives and how treatment helped and how they give back to the community. And they, as I've said before in other shows that we've done, really inspire hope and a belief that a new pathway can be set. And I'm excited that we're going to be having um, some consumers here. And I also see, which I'm really excited about, we, we had uh, done a show prior um, on gambling and we have... Um, one of the sessions called Disordered Gambling, The Hidden Addiction. So I'm, I'm excited about that. So we're going to be not only hitting um, eating disorders, but also uh, gambling disorders. So I just want to mention one more time for our listeners, um, as I, I think our show is just about to wrap up, uh, that if you are interested in joining us at the Connections Conference, it's Monday, October 23rd, or Tuesday, October 24th, from 9 to 4.30 each day. Um, Check-in begins at 7.45. You do need to be pre-registered for this event, and registration is only $100 for the entire day, including breakfast and lunch. Uh, you can do that by calling Nancy at 860-343-5500, extension 1602, and we'd appreciate that registration by October 19th. In addition um, to, uh, at the end of the day, we're going to be having a holistic approach to health and well-being, which really could benefit all of us, and really how... Um, how you, how you can take care of yourself irregardless of whatever uh, battle you're dealing with and that self-care, how important that really is, you know, to all of us. Um, I was uh, really moved today, uh, Beth, by having Dr. Bono on to really talk about, you know, the op opioid addiction. And there's so much attention that's, you know, brought to that and how he so eloquently talked about really it's about treating um, the therapy and the meds and how that's really coordinated together and the ongoing collaboration of looking at all the issues, mental health and substance abuse. And again, something that I know that we believe in at The Connection is really having a standard of care that's warm, welcome, and dignified for folks coming in uh, because we know that the the consumers that we serve, you know, come from all walks of life, and it's really important that we meet them, you know, where they are. But also, everyone deserves to be treated with uh, dignity when they come in or when they're having a problem. And I know that, um, you know, for myself, in having, you know, dealt with some family issues that have had some pretty serious medical issues, and, you know, your, whether it's medical or mental health or substance abuse, to really have someone there, the, the, that first point of contact, I think, is so key. 
um, when you see that a person is really invested in your success and really cares about you and makes eye contact and you're feeling supported, that's what everyone, we all need when we reach a certain point of our life, when we feel like we've Absolutely. really, you know, reached the bottom of the barrel. So thank you all again. Uh, folks, our listeners, we appreciate that you tune in to us every Sunday to um, hear our show. And uh, we look forward for your return. And again, if you're interested in any of the uh, programs offered at The Connection, you can access our website at www.theconnectioninc.org. And um, Beth, do you have any final closing words? Well, you can also go to the website for uh, registration on the Addictive Disorders Conference. So um, please join us. We look forward to seeing you there. And we would like to um, thank our listeners again for tuning into, once again, our show, WTIC News Talk 1080. platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four Donchich. the step back three you bet music you set my world on fire yes, and even podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on tune in go to tune or download the tune app to start listening